When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Producer Donnie Love, on my talk. Everything entertainment. Your Monday, Lori and Julia show on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. You might be driving around town today. You may notice some some billboards that my talk has uh, put up in memory of the late actor Luke Perry, who tragically died from that stroke at age 52. We've got a bunch of those all over town, and it uh, has his name on it and uh, his birth year and when he passed away. Of course, this just uh, today, and it says uh, my talk loves. 90210, so you might see those when you're driving around. Yeah. Or Riverdale. Geez, Louise, he spanned two big spectrums of two different generations. That's pretty damn good, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was shocked, though. I was driving home from the gym when I heard... uh, Oh, I got I heard, it from I was my talk, and I was like, oh, "What?" I know it. I got it from the West Coast because we had like, known no last week that he'd had a stroke, and then we were just like hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. And then yeah. who do we see this morning on the Today Show but the gorgeous visage of Charlie Hunnam in blindingly white tennis tra- shoes. T- trainers, as oh, they trainers, call them. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. my gosh. Those are blindingly white tennis shoes, but looking hot as hell. And sitting next to him, of course, Ben Affleck. They are co-stars um, in Triple Frontier, which was the movie they filmed in Hawaii. Remember, we kept yeah, seeing Yeah, what is it about? And well, we here kept we go. wondering. Here's, here's Ben. And okay. as my mom, uh, my mom's number one question was, how did he explain his new puffy face to his kids? <laughs> That's all she wanted to oh, know. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. You guys were former special forces. You end up not having enough dough to even like get your kids through college, and now you're like, we want ours. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story because the rooting interests are sort of complicated, and yeah. maybe they change as it goes along. Naturally, you start with these guys who, that was a big part of what was appealing to me about the story, like the special operatives, how much of the fighting they do for this country, yeah. how much of the burden they bear, how difficult and, 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 and stressful that must be. Then you've done that for 20 years, you come out and you're in the civilian world, and you've got these incredible skills, but they're not really applicable, uh, you know, to any, you know, like marketing or real estate or something. And so these guys get, you know, they then get tempted um, by this this job where they have the potential to make a lot of money and they feel that they're doing something good going into it. And, you know, he kind of did a good. And the other guy that's in it is um, he's in he's in um, 
the Last Jedi and stuff like Isaac, Isaac, Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar oh, Isaac. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's the other, he's the other yeah, former guy. Um, and then here, here's Ben talking about his, his character that he plays in Triple, Triple Frontier. Was there something that lives inside you, Ben, that this character helped sort of bring out? Uh, you know, for me, it was like finding something to connect to really had to do with the guys who, who trained us, like yeah. finding the re- realism behind it, like wanting to make it feel as though you were really seeing genuine special operators working and, yeah. and get an entree into that world. And Charlie and I and the rest of the guys did, you know, a bunch of work uh, training with them and we, we tried our best. Charlie and I, because he's just looking beautiful, and all the questions were directed towards, towards Ben. Yes, yeah, we get one, one yeah. from Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. We get to hear his beautiful English accent, Charlie Hunnam, otherwise known as, you know, from Jack, Sons of Anarchy, Jack, Jack Steller. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Did it take a little time to look at him and say, okay, it's Ben Affleck, but now I've just got to look at him as a guy who I'm acting with in this show? How long did it take to get past that part? Um, no time at all. No time at all. <laughs> Immediate, you know, the way we started this, as Ben just mentioned, was four days on a firing range doing live fire with these um, three SEAL team operatives and a Delta Force operative. So, you know, that was a really wonderful way to get to know each other and get to trust each other. I was frankly quite surprised that we did all of those um, those um, situational awareness things with live fire because that was rather um, ambitious for an Englishman who'd never shot mm-hmm. a gun before. For them wow. To Giving any that. actor real guns it was very brave of the uh, for any, and if we needed more evidence that our special operators were very brave that was it situational awareness and yeah. acting lingo uh-huh for an english guy who's but never used a gun before I, I know it i was like jax didn't you use a gun on sons of anarchy right? i believe you did or a I, knife. I, think he meant in real I know, life. I know, Donnie. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I did like I did I did like Ben's answer. He was obviously okay with being asked about um his drinking. His drinking. Mm-hmm. And so here's what he says, Ben Affleck, about addiction. And I remember reading your post in October mm-hmm. and it really touched me and you said this battling addiction is a lifelong and difficult struggle. Mm-hmm. Because of that, one is never really in or out of treatment. It's a full time commitment. I'm fighting for myself and my family. That was such a strong statement. I think a lot of people look at addiction and say, Oh, it's over. He did it. It's like cancer. It's cured. He's done. But it's it is it is a lifelong battle for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, some people are sort of uncomfortable. I don't, doesn't really bother me to talk about alcoholism and being an alcoholic. It's part of my life. It's something that I deal with. Um, it doesn't have to sort of subsume my whole identity and be everything, but it is something that, uh, you know, you have to work at and, you, you know, I feel like had a problem and I really want to address it and I take some some pride in that and I hope that um, you know and it is it's about yourself your life your family and you know people we encounter these kinds of, of hurdles and uh, we have to deal with them so yeah, yeah I thought that's I like, pretty good I, yeah. I like that he didn't have a be off limits or anything right. like that and um, I, he did tell Hoda about he did the 10 day challenge no let me just tell yeah, you how okay. he said it because no. I he didn't say it once he said it twice, twice now if people just go down memory lane Ben Affleck used to be engaged to Jennifer Lopez aka JLo yeah with the pink diamond with the pink diamond and they were you know Benifer was the first combination of the names I yeah. felt like mm-hmm. and they had this big sweeping love affair and show and tell everywhere they were everywhere I can't wait for JLo to write her book mm-hmm. she's gonna have a good one mm-hmm. so we know that before she performed at the Grammys doing the Motown tribute uh-huh. thing um, that she posted on Instagram that she was going uh, to do the 10 day challenge. We want you guys to take it and a- my boyfriend A-Rod and I are going to be doing it. It's no carbs, no sugar, no drinking for 10 days. 
Then they played it on NBC. And so then he says, you know, she said, you look fit. What have you been doing? Well, I did take A-Rod's 10-day t- challenge, and she didn't say <laughs> A-Rod's. And he didn't say it once. He said said it it twice. Okay, okay. And it was hard. And Carson Daly is in the background saying, hey, couldn't make it today. And then he flips to making signs like he's drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was hard, but I got through it, you know, and then he said it again. And I'm like, wow, just call it what it is. I don't know if J-Lo came up with it, but she was very vocal about it. She was the one who we saw it from. She was the one who was on NBC for it. Not, Um, Not him. Well, here's Ben Affleck's thoughts on the Spielberg Netflix brouhaha. Okay. We just ran the story about Spielberg and he's talking about Netflix and how he doesn't know if Netflix should be considered, you know, for some Oscar considerations. Just your thoughts on that. Well, I think what he was saying was that he want, you know, he believes there should be a, a robust theatrical release yeah. for movies. There should be, and really it's, it's not so much a debate about one company or another as like, how long should a movie be in theaters yeah. to be considered a movie yeah. versus television? Uh-huh. And those lines are getting blurred because like people, I'm sure you guys see it on the show, like people are consuming, you know, on their phones and uh, on the internet and on the TV and, and, uh, you know, so the business is changing, and mm-hmm. um, you know the business, the movie business, has changed a lot over time. It, had, it was black and white, it was color, it was yeah. talkies, it was feature length, and you know TV was going to ruin the movies. And mm-hmm. you know the movies survived. I think they will, and um, you know people are working to try to define how that's going to be. And you know, for me, Charlie, it's like we just to do a movie for Netflix is no different than doing a movie yeah, anywhere else. We just sort of do our job. So there you go. He doesn't care, but it's the directors. Yeah. It's the directors. And I think, didn't Ben Affleck direct this Triple Frontier? Yes, he did. Yeah. He did, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. So, and they talked a little bit about Charlie the Batman. Was very, Charlie was very generous with me, letting me direct and get behind the camera. Oh, God, I love that. Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. They did not let him talk. Everything no. was to him. Yeah, everything. And so at the film premiere awkward. in L.A., I think, or was it in New York for New this York. new movie, mm-hmm. Um, he brought his ex-girlfriend, Lindy Shookus. They're back together. Yeah. Okay. So now he brought his girlfriend. He's gone to rehab and, and he's sober everything. and stuff. She looked really pretty. Yeah. And she, he also, there was a really nice comment that we don't have about oh. how he said, you know, a dad in a child's life is really important. I think it's really important. I need to be sober for that. I need to be present. his dad was an alcoholic. You're right. Yeah. And I need to be present. And I've got the best ex-partner. You know, I've got the best partner, Jennifer. She's great with the kids. It's amazing. I love her. Yeah. He said. I said yeah. yeah. I love her for that. So that was really, I thought, kind of cool. Little it, note for you. Triple uh, Frontier is on Netflix March 13th, but here we go. It's showing at the Lagoon. Yeah. Starting this week. Yeah. Oh. So they're so, going to get right. some exposure. Doing one, one week out. All right. Leonardo DiCaprio has tweeted about uh, Luke Perry. He hardly ever tweets because he, Luke Perry, has a role in Once Upon a Time in America, the Quentin Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, that takes place the summer of the Manson murder. So he had, he's filmed that it's done. And uh, he, Leo said, Luke Perry was a kind hearted, incredibly talented artist. It was an honor to be able to work with him. I thought some prayers go out to him and his loved one. Isn't that sad? Because usually Leo is only just yep. about some climate yep. control stuff on his Twitter page. So so we will see Luke Perry in that movie. He might be... He's so young. He might be playing like a counterpart right. to like a stunt double, like the Brad Pitt character. Mm. Like one of the other... I'm just thinking, you yeah. know. Right. I'll see if I can find out. Because he kind of does... He and Brad Pitt are about the same age. 
Maybe Boy, feel for his kids and the I know staff. They're so and the young. kids are so young. That yeah. is just really young. Yeah, yeah. And people are really in a brouhaha about that um, leaving Neverland. That is the other big story that's happening in Hollywood with part two airing on HBO tonight mm-hmm. in the Oprah. What's going to get more eyeballs? The Bachelor? Well, part two? kind of two different. Yeah. You know, I think people will watch one live and DVR the other if sure. they're interested in mm-hmm. both. You know, I always have to let The Bachelor get a little bit ahead so I don't have to. Oh, please. You know, the commercials. <laughs> you mean the good stuff. You mean yeah, the good stuff. The really, really good stuff that's happening. Oh. Uh, by the way, yes, Tom dear? Cruise is going to just keep on working, working, working. Edge of Tomorrow, there's a sequel happening. Not that we know that Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt have signed on, but I would expect that they're going to. Because the same, movie. it was a good movie. Yeah, that one was, was a I would good agree. one. Yeah. I would agree that it was a good movie. So that sequel's in the works. So Tom Cruise is never going to stop working in Hollywood. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, the more I watch Leah Remini's thing on Clearwater, Florida, and what is going on down there, oh, yeah. holy authorities need to intervene. Well, that's the, you know, those, the two, the newspapers, Tampa, St. Pete, and trying to think where that. Pete. What the paper is called. They've been after that Gazette. story. I feel like it's a St. Pete they've been, Chronicle. They've been Gazette. after that story and they've had reporters, but the Scientology owns so much in that town. Well, I go to a doctor by the Scientology building right here downtown yeah. on St. Paul and it's lit up. Their XL energy bill has got to be a fortune. Nobody it's lit that. up. I didn't see anyone at the reception desk. I look around in there. I mean, just the lighting alone. It's yeah. brighter than bright. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to look for, I never see anybody in there. No, that's I want to walk in and film myself or no, just no. saying, asking Julia, for don't, materials. Don't. I'll never don't. come out. You know, I'll never come out. That's they'll, right. They'll hold me. We'll be going, where's Julia? All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. Let's talk about sex for now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid. Well, we've lost Julia. I really hate it when she misses the beginning of Sex Monday. She's so she takes one day off and she's completely discombobulated. I know, Donnie. Just stall. I don't even need stuff. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll jump right in then. Yeah, I mean, she's gonna miss it. She's gonna miss the first. Uh, Thing, and that which is, is what? which is that women are more sexually attracted to men who don't seem very interested in them. In them, well, duh. No, I know it's a duh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you miss the big yeah. sex fact, and I'm not yeah, going to repeat it. Don't repeat it. Don't no, say it again. No, say no, it again. Nope. You, you know, told me I could go. If you can't be here for the start <laughs> of Sex Monday, you, you can't me. be here. I said, do I have time to go to the bathroom? You go, yeah, go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hurry. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want you to wet your pants. Okay? Well, just tell me what the fact is. Six penises get athletes <laughs> foot every year thanks to foot fetishes. There oh my go. God, just six? <laughs> just six. That is an incredibly low, low number. number. I would expect it? that to be so much higher. I know. I wow. Know. I know yeah. that. Oh, that's good okay. news for people who like a uh, little foot fun. Yeah. All right, so here you go. Uh, this is, I don't know how this company is going to do, but it's a new company called Onward. And it's a startup company, and this is a company that will handle all the logistics of your breakup. Oh, for crying oh out oh, okay. loud. Well, because... How to go someone, you don't here's send what them they'll anything. Do. They'll handle everything from finding a new place for you to live, setting up your utilities, getting the people packed, you know, the movers, setting you up on dates, finding you a therapist... Building your IKEA furniture, the service starts at ninety nine for a basic and goes all the way to five hundred if you want the works. Ninety nine a what a month? Ninety nine for the year. Onward was founded by two childhood friends. Friends, they're thirty four and thirty three year old women. They got the idea after they both went through complicated breakups six months apart. The service Onward is being tested in New York City. Okay, here's where I'm telling you this would work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when I got divorced, oh my gosh. There's a lot of logistics. I left all the you know furniture till we decided and figured out what to do because I didn't want my kids to not hit, you know, have yeah. their stuff. There was a lot of Ikea. I hated that Ikea. Ikea crap. I know. Hated it more than anything itself. I know. So they... But, but I, I guess I just... There's logistics. Uh, it doesn't say whether or not they're scrubbing any of your social media. Maybe that's included in the 500 where they'll go in. Because if you'll notice, like Chloe Kardashian, two weeks ago when her man, you know, kissed the other woman, even though he's had Groupon Wiener, which we know. Groupon Wiener? Wiener, it's been everywhere. What does okay? that mean? Oh, it's God. discounted. Oh, you can for get it for nothing. Out loud. <laughs> oh, I was my wondering God. What yeah. 35% off yeah. this Wiener. Um, her, and you know it wasn't Chloe, but her Insta and Twitter were scrubbed <laughs> of every, every picture of single in instance. So somebody did that for her, probably her Well, that assistant. would be worth it alone to hire someone to do the scrubbing. Yeah. If you didn't want it. I mean, you know, there is life. Yeah. I mean, so I, anyway, good luck to Lindsay and Mika for capitalizing on Onward, their breakup um, service. Well, there would be, if you lived in New York City and you had a ton of money and well, you're having a high-level breakup, rent. yeah, just ha- having them find you a place to rent and, and knowing what you wanted and so you couldn't, you didn't yep. have to leave work to go and look at crap, that would be worth yeah. it. All right. Now, speaking of uh, uh, dating, now that you're getting back into dating, what are the cheapest and most expensive cities to date in the world? Of course, what is one of the most expensive, if not the most? San Francisco. New York City. New York City. I was going to say New York City. The average date is 156 bucks, followed by San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, and Miami. San Jose because of all the technology. Seattle tech and gas money just to get somewhere. And Miami. Yeah. Now here are your cheap cities if you're looking to uh, you know. And what they did was they looked at uh, Uber Mm -hmm. dinner. 
tips, and drinks. Right. This is what they look at. Okay, up. so one date. Yeah, so the five cheapest cities to date in are... Huntington, Oka- Alabama. No. <laughs> Oklahoma City. Yep, same. Okay. Milwaukee. Okay. Ooh. Richmond, Virginia. Uh-huh. Cincinnati. Uh-huh. And Charlotte. Mm-hmm. These are all cities where you can Charlotte, have a North date Carolina. under $95. Sure. Okay. And no, all places no one wants to live. Well, I don't no, know. Charlotte's lovely. Milwaukee people like. Yeah, ever, what are you talking about? Cincinnati, I've been there once. Me Richmond, too. I've been there once. Me too. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, Oklahoma's the cheapest. New York, this is not a surprise. This is not a surprise. But they did, you know, they did just take a look at, you know, what are the Would know, this expensive. drive you if you were dating, wanting no. to date Lori to move to any of those fantastic places? No, I would be looking for what is the uh, male to female ratio. Mm-hmm. That would be one of the things. What, if, what a date in Hong Kong costs. Uh, I don't know. Well, Donnie, but if you have to ask, you can't afford it. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here are some. Well, let me just translate. Here, never mind. Yeah. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> oh, Donnie. I had so many other things to say. Let's Why see. don't you look that up? Here's some. Uh, <laughs> just because I think that's easy to find. Yeah, it Donnie, is. First you just dates, go ahead and do it. First dates in Tokyo. Okay, so these, these are new dating words that we've always got to keep on top of. We do? So, yeah, we do. All right. Uh, Give bird, me one. Bird Let me boxed. guess. Oh, it means you are scared to death and you can't open your eyes to see how what they look like naked. Tinder generation is calling bird box is when someone is blind to how bad the person they're dating is. They don't even know it. It's like they have a blindfold on. I like my description. I like I like this right. description. I so don't like yours at all. So basically, so if I said you, Lori has no clue about the guy she's dating because he's being, such a scam behind the scenes, she's being bird boxed. Yep, she's got her blindfold on. She's Why can't I just around. say he's scamming the crap out of her? Anyway, all right, bird you box. want to be cool. All right, oh that bird box buzzer flies. Oh God, someone who's really loud when they come. No, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> The excited feeling you get when your phone buzzes with a message from someone you're dating. I've got buzzer flies. Okay, that's kind of cute. I know, but it's so dumb. It's kind of cute. Okay. How about deflexing? You've, uh, you're an expert at this. I've helped you do this. When someone straight up ignores a question you ask over a text and you just bring up another topic, parents are very good at deflexing. <laughs> so are exes. Yeah, so are exes. That's, a lot of people <laughs> are. It's not just a dating one. thing. No. That's a good one. Uh, instigator. Okay, it's when someone posts a picture on Instagram with someone they're not even dating, trying to get someone else jealous. Or trying to make the relationship public before and pushing it to the next level by saying... Look putting, at us. Yeah, look at us. Could go either way. Okay. I like your explanation, too. Okay. The three-dot disappearing act. Oh, I know this one. Because this happens with your kids, too. You ask them a question, and you start seeing action on the other end, and it's that, three that, dots, yeah. the conversation bubble, and then you're waiting for them. You're thinking, gosh, they're going to type me a paragraph and say, Mom, what a great idea. I need this, this, yeah. and this. Thank you, thank you. And then it just goes blank. Nothing. They've switched. They've decided, oh, too much work. I'm going to an easier option. Yeah, three There's dot disappearing be... acts oh, happen yeah. in all phases. Do you of life. get that on your Android phone? Do you have the yeah. three dots? Yeah, okay. the three dots. It's, so it's not just an Apple thing. Okay, I think so. I think it is. So you can see when someone's kind of typing back yeah. to you. Now, okay. if you're really uh, doing a lot of uh, online dating, you're getting a lot of iPhoneies. And that's the people who swear they're going to message you to arrange a date, but they never actually do. No, and that's when you just say, here are my options. No, Mm -hmm. you pick up the phone and call me. 
Like there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, Draculine. It's when someone sucks out of the blood out of you and you can't see how worthless they are, but you can't get rid of them because you like how they suck it. Draculine is when someone just messages you late at night. Oh, I like, I I like my message. My the you me. up text. Oh, yeah. Horny. Mm, you up in the neighborhood. Um, and then, of course, everyone does this on Monday when they're regaling their co-stars. Or co-workers with <laughs> their, their co-stars. <laughs> Some with, people call them co-stars. Uh, with their here. weekend. Yeah, the exaggerate date. Oh, yeah, or the exaggerate When you embellish the date about sure. how great it was. Fantastic. Just, yeah, we did we this. Such we, a we went to sushi. Oh, we went out ballroom dancing. And He's got such a great... Com- he can hold the conversation. You. He's the best. Okay, maybe next week I'll bring you some... Top sexual fantasies in the U.S. Just give us one. In the top sexual fantasies, I just have the U.K., thanks to Love Honey. I'm thinking they're pretty close to the same. Maybe they are. All right, so give me a few. Okay, uh, they are. They're all the same. Sex with someone in authority. Sex in a public place. Okay. Sex with a friend, group sex. An affair (laughs) with a work colleague. Sex with a stranger. Okay. Sex with a TV star or a oh, movie star. All the time. Mm-hmm. And, and pretty just, much those are generic sexual yeah, fantasies. Doesn't mean, oh, it doesn't one. matter what country you're in. No. Not really. But the Brits do have the fantasy of sex Having with their sex. current partner. Well, just but, adding yeah. scenarios. Or sex with someone who has good teeth. No one is fantasizing about <laughs> well, that, Well, British, Julia. they have the fluoride issue. Julia... <laughs> that is not even on it. Not even in the niche category. Isn't it fantasies. next to the toe thing? No. <laughs> Every time we mention the Brits, you bring up teeth. I know. Did, did we tell it you? It used to be a well-known thing. <laughs> well, it's gotten better. Yeah. Did we tell you that six penises get athlete's foot each year thanks to foot fetishes? I have no idea that if that's number. true or not. I and no I want to even know if it's true. I like it, though. It's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. You know, a footsie. <laughs> a foot chill. As well, it were. Yes. A foot job. Yes. What are all the names? All right, look at the time. We've got to go, Julia. Right. When we come back, we have our favorite headline today and also the palace denying a oh, they story. Are. And we it know what on that the Star means. Tribune, really? Yes. Oh, no. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Well, we've lost Julia. I really hate it when she misses the beginning of Sex Monday. She's so she takes one day off and she's completely discombobulated. Time when we come back. I know, Donnie. I just stall. I don't even need stall. Okay, fine. We'll go jump right in then. Yeah, I mean, she's gonna miss it. She's gonna miss the first thing, and that is. Which is that women are more sexually attracted to men who don't seem very interested in them. In them. Well, duh. No, I know it's a duh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you miss the big yeah. sex fact, and I'm not yeah, going to repeat it. Don't repeat it. Don't no, say it again. No, no, you were here. Nope. You nope. told me I could go. If you can't be here for the start <laughs> oh, of Sex Monday, you, you can't me. be here. I said, do I have time to go to the bathroom? You go, yeah, go, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want you to wet your pants. Well, okay? just tell me what the fact is. Six penises get athlete's <laughs> foot every year thanks to foot fetishes. There oh my go. God, just six? <laughs> just that six. That is an incredibly low, low number. number. I would expect it? that to be so much higher. I know. I know. Wow. Oh, I know yeah. that. Oh, that's good okay. news for people who like a uh, little foot fun. Yeah. All right, so here you go. Uh, 
This is, I don't know how this company is going to do, but it's a new company called Onward. And it's a startup company. And this is a company that will handle all the logistics of your breakup. Oh, for crying oh out loud. Okay. Well, because... How to ghost someone, you don't here's send what them they'll anything. Do. They'll handle everything from finding a new place for you to live, setting up your utilities, getting the people packed, you know, the movers, setting you up on dates, finding you a therapist... Building your IKEA furniture, the service starts at ninety nine for a basic and goes all the way to five hundred if you want the works. Ninety nine a what a month? Ninety nine for the year. Onward was founded by two childhood friends. Friends, they're thirty four and thirty three year old women. They got the idea after they both went through complicated breakups six months apart. The service Onward is being tested in New York City. Okay, here's where I'm telling you this would work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when I got divorced, oh my gosh. There's a lot of logistics. I left all the you know furniture till we decided and figured out what to do because I didn't want my kids to not hit, you know, yeah. have their stuff. There was a lot of Ikea. I hated that Ikea. Ikea crap. I know. Hated it more than anything itself. I know. So they... But, but I, I guess I just... There's logistics. Uh, it doesn't say whether or not they're scrubbing any of your social media. Maybe that's included in the 500 where they'll go in. Because if you'll notice, like Chloe Kardashian, two weeks ago when her man, you know, kissed the other woman, even though he's had Groupon Wiener, which we know. Groupon Wiener? Wiener, it's been everywhere. What does okay? that mean? Oh, it's God. discounted. Oh, you can get it for nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. 35% off yeah. this Wiener. Um, her, and you know it wasn't Chloe, but her Insta and Twitter were scrubbed <laughs> of every, every picture of single instance. So somebody did that for her, probably her Well, that would be worth it alone to hire someone to do the scrubbing. Yeah. If you didn't want it. I mean, you know, there is life. Yeah. So anyway, good luck to Lindsay and Mika for capitalizing on Onward, their breakup um, service. Well, there would be, if you lived in New York City and you had a ton of money and well, you're having a high-level breakup, yeah, just ha- having them find you a place to rent and, and knowing what you wanted and so you couldn't, you didn't yep. have to leave work to go and look at crap, that would be worth yeah. it. All right. Now, speaking of uh, uh, dating, now you're getting back into dating, what are the cheapest and most expensive cities to date in the world? Of course, what is one of the most expensive, if not the most? San Francisco. New York City. New York City. I was going to say New York City. The average date is 156 bucks, followed by San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, and Miami. San Jose because of all the technology. Seattle tech and And gas money just to get somewhere. And Miami. Yeah. Now here are your cheap cities if you're looking to uh, you know. And what they did was they looked at uh, Uber Mm -hmm. dinner. Tips and drinks. Right. Is what they look at. Okay, up. so one date. Yeah, so the five cheapest cities to date in are... Huntington, Oka- Alabama. No. <laughs> Oklahoma City. Yep, same. Okay. Milwaukee. Okay. Ooh. Richmond, Virginia. Uh-huh. Cincinnati. Uh-huh. And Charlotte. Mm-hmm. These are all cities where you can Charlotte, have a North date Carolina. under $95. Sure. Okay. And no, all places no one wants to live. Well, I don't no, know. Charlotte's Charlotte. lovely. Milwaukee people like. Yeah, what are you talking about? Cincinnati, I've been there once. Me Richmond, too. I've been there once. Me too. 
So anyway, yeah, Oklahoma's the cheapest. New York, this is not a surprise. This is not a surprise. But they did, you know, they did just take a look at, you know, what are the would this drive you if you were dating, wanting to date Lori to move to any of those fantastic places? No, I would be looking for what is the uh, male to female ratio. Mm-hmm. That would be one of the. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Things what if, a date in Hong Kong costs? Uh, I don't know. Well, Johnny, but if you have to ask, you can't afford it. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here are some... Well, let me just translate. Here's... Never mind. Yeah. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> oh, Donnie had so many other things to say. Let's Why see. don't you look that up? Here's some... Uh, <laughs> just because I think that's easy to find. Yeah, it Donnie, is. First you just dates, go ahead and do it. First dates in Tokyo. Okay, so these, these are new dating words that we've always got to keep on top of. We do? So, yeah, we do. All right. Uh, Give bird, me one. Let me guess. Boxed. Oh, it means you are scared to death and you can't open your eyes to see how what they look like naked. Tinder generation is calling bird box is when someone is blind to how bad the person they're dating is. They don't even know it. It's like they have a blindfold on. I like my description. I like I like this right. description. So I don't like yours at all. So basically, so if I said Lori has no clue about the guy she's dating because he's being, such a scam behind the scenes, she's being bird boxed. Yep, she's got her blindfold on. She's Why can't I just around. say he's scamming the crap out of her? Anyway, All right, bird box. You want to be cool. All right. Oh, that bird box. Buzzer flies. Oh, God. Someone who's really loud when they come. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. The excited feeling you get when your phone buzzes with a message from someone you're dating. I've got buzzer flies. Okay. That's that kind of cute. I know, but it's so dumb. It's kind of cute. Okay. How about deflexing? You've, uh, you're an expert at this. I've helped you do this. When someone straight up ignores a question, you ask over a text and you just bring up another topic. Parents are very good at deflexing. <laughs> so are exes. Yeah, so are exes. That's, a lot of people are. It's like not just one. a dating thing. No. That's a good one. Uh, instigator. Okay, it's when someone posts a picture on Instagram with someone they're not even dating, trying to get someone else jealous. Or trying to make the relationship public before and pushing it to the next level by saying, Look at us. Yeah, look at us. Could go either way. I like your explanation too. The three dot disappearing act. Oh, I know this one. Because this happens with your kids too. You ask them a question and you start seeing action on the other end, and it's three dots, the conversation bubble. And then you're waiting for them. You're thinking, gosh, they're going to type me a paragraph and say, Mom, what a great idea. I need this, this, and this. Thank you. Thank you. And then it just goes blank. Nothing. They've switched. They've decided, oh, 
too much work. I'm going to an easier option. Yeah, three dot disappearing acts happen in all phases. Do you get that on your Android phone? Do you have the three dots? Yeah, the three dots. So it's not just an Apple thing. Okay, I think so. I think it is. So you can see when someone's kind of typing back to you. Now, if you're really uh, doing a lot of uh, online dating, you're getting a lot of iPhoneies. And that's the people who swear they're going to message you to arrange a date, but they never actually do. No, and that's when you just say, here are my options. No, Mm -hmm. you pick up the phone and call me. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah. What's another one? Uh, Draculine. It's when someone sucks out of the blood out of you and you can't see how worthless they are, but you can't get rid of them because you like how they suck it. Dracula-ine is when someone just messages you late at night. Oh, I like, I like my message. My the way. you up text. Oh, yeah. Horny. Dracula. You up in the neighborhood. Um, and then, of course, everyone does this on Monday when they're regaling their co-stars. Or co-workers with <laughs> their, their co-stars. <laughs> Some with, people call them co-stars. Uh, with their here. weekend. Yeah, they exaggerate. Oh, yeah, or the exaggerate. When you embellished the date about sure. how great it was. Fantastic. Yeah, we did we this. Had such we a went connection. to sushi. Oh, we my went out ballroom dancing. And He's got such a great conversation. He can people hold a conversation. You. He's the best. Okay, maybe next week I'll bring you some Top sexual fantasies in the U.S. In just the give US. us one. In the top sexual fantasies, I just have the U.K. Thanks to Love Honey. I, I'm thinking they're pretty close to the same. Maybe line. they are. All right, so give me a few. Okay, uh, they are. They're all the same. Sex with someone in authority. Sex in a public place. Okay. Sex with a friend, group sex. An affair <laughs> with a work colleague. Sex with a stranger. Okay. Sex with a TV star or a oh, movie star. All the time. Mm-hmm. And, and pretty just, much those are generic sexual yeah, fantasies. Doesn't mean, oh, it doesn't one. matter what country you're in. No. Not really. But the Brits do have the fantasy of sex Having with their sex. current partner. Well, just the, adding yeah. scenarios. Or sex with someone who has good teeth. No one is fantasizing <laughs> about well, that. British, Julia. they have the fluoride issue. Julia, that is not even on it. Not even in the niche category. Isn't it next to the toe thing? No. <laughs> Every time we mention the Brits, you bring up teeth. I know. It. Did, did we tell it you? It used to be a well-known thing. <laughs> well, it's gotten better. Yeah. Did we tell you that six penises get athletes foot each year thanks to foot fetishes? I have no I idea if that's number. true or not. I and I no want to even know if it's true. I like it, though. It's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. You know, a footsie. A foot chill, <laughs> as well, it were. yes. A foot job. Yes. What are all the names? All right, look at the time. We've got to go, Julia. (laughs) Uh, We come back. We have our favorite headline today and also the palace denying a story. And we know what that means. Really? Yes. Oh, no. I want you to rule my life. You to rule my life. You to rule my life. Yeah. I want you to rule my nights. You to rule my nights. Yeah. All of my nights. Yeah. I want you to bring it all on. If you make it all wrong, that I may that I could. I miss you. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Joya, you're making people laugh with your buzzer fly comment out there in Twitterverse. You're just... Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, well, was something. I'm yeah. trying to define the new dating lingo. Uh, I know, Because I it's know. so dumb yeah. what it really does mean. I'd rather have it have some color. Of course, I totally I mean, understand. Goodness. Means the phone's going to not ring. That's right. Means you're going to get ghosted. <laughs> 
means you're not going to have that. Well, people just want to keep up with or the kids, you know. Keep up with the kids. Keep up with the kids. Yes. Um, okay, so our favorite headline today was Danielle Stobbs' new man isn't really a duke. I was all worried okay. she was going to be Duchess Danielle. Okay, so this And I is, couldn't stand this. She's on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's she correct. is the most... Um, neurotic, neurotic, weird, weird yeah. woman who's been engaged 21, 21 times, times mm-hmm. and married. How is that like possible? Trump. Someone did. We were waiting for someone to call in and tell us how many times they've been engaged. We got up to one moment. Five, five, five. Yeah. Five and never married. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that just like to play the engagement game. Yeah. Well, and you know, she, something better comes along. She was supposed to get married today. At the count at the New York City, you know, downtown at City uh-huh. Hall, and she didn't find it odd that she met someone on a little vacation, and he asked her to marry her that day. Well, no, they've been dating a whole month. Oh, oh I'm wow. sorry. And he was dating a girl that she did know, but it. Her daughter said, "Mom, aren't you moving too fast?" I don't believe that. I believe it was when she found out he wasn't the Duke of Provence. He wasn't worth anything. Which Provence is a region of yes, Shane. It, it would be like saying, "I'm the Duke of Champagne." <laughs> Well, I'm the Duke of Burgundy. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So anyway, okay, so this story, the palace denied the weird story about Duchess Meghan and gender fluidity. This happened on Friday where a story came out that Meghan and Harry were going to raise their child genderless, which I just think is how young parents yeah. this is the new way We're, you know you yeah. don't get hung up on and pink and blue and this sure. and that and the other thing but the palace denied it they came right out kensington palace said this story is totally false remember the palace only denies stories that are true oh yeah the palace kensington palace right. only denies stories that right. are true You're so right and so they did not they don't like the reporter that reported this and it's like a little measure a little hitting her on the head yes not it's the context of everything else that this i think it was i can't remember if it was um katie nickel or what royal reporter yes. it was but then so so they deny what's true and then they also <laughs> You know, because of other stuff that was in the story. I think it was just more of a catch-all. And also, Kensington Palace, the royal family, has put, they've released a set of guidelines. For how you treat. For anyone engaging on the social media. The fact that they've never issued guidelines before... This shows that that they you they know they were way behind on way all behind. of this. Mm-hmm. Remember when they first even joined? I mean, even Twitter. TMZ has commenting guidelines. Not that anybody pays any attention <laughs> no, not to really, them. No. But they said anyone engaging with our social media channels, they're going to ban obscene, obscene, offensive, threatening, abusive, hateful, and discriminatory. That's how much hate and the, those, terrible comments. Getting- yeah. Particularly any story that relates to Megan or anything to do with Kate and Megan. Isn't that just terrible? And the children. Isn't that terrible? And um, yeah, it's just a lot of racist, sexist comments. So anyway, and they have millions of people that follow them on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter. So anyway. So what are you saying? Do you think that they're going to... Well, I think that it's just... That's good that they got with the times and yes. just went like went yes. with that. But always remember Kensington Palace, just like we read in our wonderful book that we're 
having oh, the author on this week. The I hated gown. that it ended. I know. I love that book. The monarchy has too much crap written about them. It's sort of like a lot of A-list Hollywood people used to be. Never complain, never explain. You Giant just ignore up. everything. Yeah. Ignore everything and you just deny That's what's true. Yeah. yeah. They right. just flat out deny what's true. So it is interesting. Um, Meghan Markle also and Harry, apparently they've been able to sneak into L.A. a couple of times to visit her mother. They've had a secret date night at the Tina Turner musical in London. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, they went to the show uh, over the weekend. Oh. Snuck them in? Yeah, and she is full. She is. She's Yep. She is very yeah, full. Looks, she is not level. letting anything keep her down. So I don't know what the Duke and Duchess thought of Tina, the Tina Turner musical, but the the theater official Twitter account let us know that they were thrilled to have, to have the Duke, there. Duke and oh. Duchess of Sussex. I would be too. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you they're getting they out. You think they sneak in, like they come in when the curtains, the lights yeah. go down. I would think so. Yeah. In, in a back door. They're in, in a box. box. Yeah. yeah. That would be a perfect yeah. way to do it. Right. You know, so you didn't have to deal with the common folk. Yeah. And all the people the wanting you. Folk. Look over here. Look over That's, here. Look over yeah, here. Be too much of a distraction. Don't you think? Yes. All right. So, Donnie, are uh, you going to uh, be watching The Bachelor tonight or leaving, leaving Netherlands? I don't have HBO at the moment. He's not so going to watch, gonna watch the. No, you got I am watching the, I Am the Night. I Am the oh. Night. The finale, finale. is tonight. That's, what That's what I am right. Did you tonight. hang in there with that, Lori? I did. I can't stop watching it because I'm fascinated with this, hor- this whole who is George Hodel? George Hodel, yeah. Hodel. Mm-hmm. And I guess Chris Pine. I just... He is beautiful. He really Unfortunately. is. He's really doing a good job in this. And he's playing not a particularly Not a likable nice, guy. No. He is not likable. But he's got PSTD and, you know, yes, he's a Korean Korea. War yeah, vet. Yeah, and Korea yes. is the war that never gets any acknowledgement yeah. of, like, the hell that those guys, you right, know, went through right. with that with that war and stuff. So, it's yeah, it's the last, right. it's the finale, so... But it has been kind of a, sh- a shocking show at how graphic. Yeah, I had to stop. Yeah. I had to stop the insanity All and, right. you know, pause. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are back here tomorrow. We are. And okay. um, Reality Steve has revealed who will be the next Bachelorette. We can't tell anyone yet. We won't. Uh, nope, I saw that. Mom is the word. Mom is, mom is the word. It's one Yo, of those popular oh, names. Good.